Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just want to let you know of a super exciting giveaway we have going on at the moment. Our mates at Canon have given us a camera to give away. Yeah, a freaking camera. A G7X Mark III that you can win for freebies. So if you want to learn about that, link will be in the show notes. There are multiple ways you can enter. And if you stick around to the end of the episode, you'll hear a super secret code which will unlock even more chances for you to win. Now, the giveaway is running from March 29th through till April 20th, 2021. If you're listening to this podcast after that fact, I'm afraid, sorry, the competition is closed. That's just how competitions go. So yeah, stick around and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Let's do it. Hello everyone and welcome back to Make Better Wedding Films. My name is Ben, I will be your host and today marks a very exciting new chapter in the evolution of the show because it is the first episode with one of my new co-hosts this year, Grace and Andrew, aka Grandrew, aka Bottle Brush Films, will be joining me in alternating shifts on most of the episodes this year with Andrew's camera mastery and Grace's editing wizardry. It's going to be one hell of a year. Uh, we'll still be interviewing guests uh, from time to time, but I've wanted to add the dynamic of a co-host to the show right from the beginning. Uh, just so we can go deeper on certain topics that you don't really get the chance to when it's a one-off guest. Up first in the hot seat for today's show, we've got Andrew and we're going to be going deep on the anxiety-inducing topic that is live streaming. So whether you've already dipped your toe in or you have your no thank you, we don't do live streaming reply saved as a shortcut on your keyboard, today's show should give you some ideas and some support to remove the fear and dive in headfirst. Enjoy. Andrew. Ben. Welcome back, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is very exciting to be part of it all. Yes. Very exciting to have you, not as a guest, but as a co-host for the first yes, time. Yes. Um, yeah. Moving, moving forward. It should be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to um, asking lots of people lots of questions, sharing what we know, and yeah, just hopefully something that people find entertaining and maybe even um, insightful every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, sounds good. I mean, it's just yeah, it's 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 a plan I'd had in mind for the podcast right from the get go is to get you know a co-host or a couple of co-hosts on that can like go deep on on certain t topics with and just have a bit of a familiar recurring voice that c comes back. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited that uh, you guys have jumped on board. I think it's going to make for a really cool year. So yeah, really exciting. And um, to jump into our first co-hosting episode for the series yeah. um we're going to talk about a topic that i think is on the front of a lot of pe people's minds at, at the moment and that is live streaming um people have are either doing it or have been asked to do it i don't think there is any other option for wedding videographers right now <laughs> um, <laughs> i kind of feel like it's um yeah. people are either like terrified to do it or um mm -hmm. are just like terrified to do it <laughs> yeah yeah, and are doing it anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, today we're going to break down basically how Andrew and I live stream. We live stream in, I, I think, sort of relatively different mm -hmm. ways. And I think between us, um, you know, there'll be hopefully some t takeaways for um, people who are either currently live streaming wanna, and want to adapt their setup or who are completely on the fence, haven't even touched it yet. And um, hopefully we can, you know, get you one step closer to giving it a go because I think it's something that couples want and need yeah. right now. 
and it's you know it's such a great ad for your business at the moment for sure yeah, I, yeah. and no post-production yeah. which is always a good thing which is always a good thing <laughs> i think let's probably start with the thing that you know is on the front of people's minds with live streaming and that's um what they're worried or nervous about it so mm. andrew what were you nervous about before you started live streaming uh, I was actually, I wouldn't say I was nervous. I was probably naive. Um, I come from actually a broadcast TV background. I've been a TV director in live TV for four years at the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. And um, I thought, oh, yeah, in the field, live stream, that'll be easy. It's going to be fun. We can try this, this and that. And uh, spoiler alert, uh, lots of things got, went wrong and we have had live streams fall over and um, it's not as easy as... Um, you would imagine compared to having the full resources of an entire TV network behind you. So um, it's a lot different. Mm. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah. yeah. So did you always go into it like with a broadcasting mentality or was it just like I've, I'm aware of it and therefore I'll try and learn it from scratch or did you try and like approach it from like a broadcast like mindset? Um, yeah, I think I did approach it from like a broadcast or a director's mindset. Um and I would say that I'm still um, wishing that I had more resources to be able to like do something to the level of a you know in the field TV production. But you've got to check um, what you can and can't do a little bit. Um, check your own expectations. Um, so I started off by using um, OBS, Open Broadcasting Software, I think it's called, just on my Mac and connecting a camera that way with a little Blackmagic adapter. Um, and a few wireless lapel mics into the camera through a recorder. Um, And what we're doing now is actually pretty similar, but we're also using bonded streaming devices called Teradek Video Goes. Um, And, yeah, we've had consistent issues right the whole way through, but that's okay. It's all part of the fun. Um, Yeah, man, I'm sure we'll go go deep on on the bonded cellular units i think yeah. later in the show because it's something that i haven't touched yet but i know it's it's no it's uh you know one of those uh, slightly more advanced um steps in the process but in mm. terms of like your broadcast background did yep. that make you maybe aware of m- more potential issues or did it do you think it maybe like hid some issues that the sort of um you know structure of a huge broadcasting unit just like handles a bunch of stuff and has all these redundancies and you know yeah i think it made me overestimate my capabilities (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was probably um yeah probably maybe a bit naive because um you go from working in a place like the full tv studio where you've got um i guess it's a little bit of a similarity to a wedding filmmaker like on a feature film set um, there's people responsible responsible for like swinging the boom pole, for recording the audio, for dressing the set, for checking light. Like you've got a gaffer, a whole team of gaffers. Like whereas for a wedding filmmaker, you are a one person band. It's it, all on you, yeah. and it's the same for live stream versus broadcast TV. It's all on you. The buck stops mm-hmm. with you. You've got to check the broadcast signal. You've got to switch cameras. You've got to check audio, um, lighting, everything. So there are a lot of similarities in that, and it is quite difficult yeah and because yeah i guess like for me when i started it's the classic thing of like just the stream going i mean you know like losing signal or something along those lines i mean 
did you like sort of did right from the get-go did you have sort of um you know safety stops in place or did you just sort of like go in with plan a and like if plan a fails the stream's going down yeah so um no safety stops like i say i was pretty naive the first one i ever did was actually my cousin's wedding um, and they got married in the middle of the um, lockdown restrictions here in Victoria, Melbourne. And um, so they only had literally themselves and their two little boys. Um, and I went to the spot where they were getting having their ceremony and set it all up the day before and showed my cousin how to press go. <laughs> um, and, yeah, no safety stops. We were literally relying on the Wi-Fi from the Airbnb that they got married at. Um, yeah. and I broadcast that through YouTube, um, and there's all sorts of potential problems there with YouTube muting or cutting your stream for, for illegal music. Um, and because I wasn't there, the battery ran out halfway through the ceremony, so they actually had to pause the ceremony oh, while they um, while they put a new battery in and restarted it. And I was on, on the phone to my cousin talking him through how to do that. <laughs> so, you know... Flawless, obviously. Flawless. Yeah. Flawless yeah. first go. But I guess that's probably something to, um, you know, I guess speak to is um, the fact that things yeah. can go wrong. And I think a big part of, um, I guess, addressing those concerns is certainly for your first few goes um, when you don't have all the equipment and all the backups and everything is just about managing expectations, I think, yep. is the big one. That's certainly what I did with couples is like I had, I think, around four to five couples ask me if I did live streaming um, before mm. I sort of agreed to do it. <laughs> and I just said like, no, I don't, no, I don't, no, <laughs> I don't. And eventually I was like, okay, I do, but it may not work and you have to be okay with that. And if it does, I'll get you, I'll get, I'll get you, you know, a Vimeo link within 12 hours, you know, or, or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. I giggle at that, but I think that's crucial. Like you just touched on there saying, Hey guys, this might not work. Like managing expectations is super important in wedding yeah. filmmaking, but especially so in live stream. Mm. Yeah. And I think like a lot of people, I wonder if a lot of people don't know if you can just do that. Like, Mm. Because it's not like if you know if we go back to like the, the whole broadcast thing, it's not like a TV channel can say to people, "Hey guys, it may go down. Oopsies, sorry." They have to <laughs> like do it no matter what. Whereas I think yeah. it's certainly um, if you're communicating to your couples that this is something that you've never never done before, um, or mm. that you very r- rarely do, um, it's not a key core service that you offer, but you're willing to give it a go. Um, yeah. If you communicate that, like. They'll be fine because the alternative to you is one of their guests sitting there holding a phone on Facebook Live. Yep. So, like, you know, that that's the alternative that couples are looking at. So, yep. if you, yeah, if you just like communicate that the, the what the you know what the plan B is, um, mm. yeah, like couples are usually fine with it, and that's that that's what I've found is that couples are usually like that's totally okay. Like, we totally get that. Yeah. Hundred percent. I I would much rather have a couple of mine um, knowing what's the worst that could happen and being prepared for it mm. than having that conversation after the fact. You know, it's and it's not about yeah. making yourself look bad. I, I think it's quite the opposite. It actually makes you look good. Mm. Where you say, "Look, this is everything on the table." I want to. I always say to people, yeah. "I want to be totally transparent." 
Um, and this is my plan for if this goes wrong and this is my plan for if this goes wrong. And these are the things that I can't control. You know, I can't control um, my cloud server. That's a paid service. And if something goes wrong there, um, that's out of my hands. People don't mm-hmm. mind as long as they know what to expect. Yeah, totally. Setting expectations up is something that's just incredibly important for every part of your yep. business. I think live streaming is no exception. So with the live stream conversation, how does that go for you? And do you still um, are you still having those conversations now that you've um, done a yeah. lot more? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still with every couple. I'm um, I'm saying, especially because like the last one I did. Um, the family watching were all in, in India um, and they had like all the family going to one spot and they'd set up this big projector that they were going to watch it on. And like, the groom was sort of like in our emails, um, he was saying, yeah, they've done some tests and they've got like 1.4 megabits per second internet speed. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, the stream might work. The stream might work, <laughs> but it also might fail. And and you guys have to be okay with that. Like uh, at the end of the day, like I like I had you know 100 megabit per second like fiber speed on my end, but I'm like it's a bottleneck. It's you know if yeah. I can't control their internet speed. And he was like, I totally understand that. That's cool. And I was like, regardless of whether the stream goes good or bad, you're going to have a full 4K version of it ready, you know, on Vimeo mm. the next day. So if it all goes pear shaped and the family, you know, it sort of goes a bit tits up, then at least they'll be able to watch it the day after. Um, didn't it was fine? Yeah. And even the um, the mum of the groom messaged me on Instagram afterwards saying like, "Thanks so much. We had a blast watching it in India." And I was like, "That's so cool. That's awesome." Um, yeah. I forget. I forgot where I start. It's just started that little, little rant. Um, <laughs> I like the rant. And got completely so got completely sidetracked. Um, oh yes, setting expectations. Yeah. So yes, that you know my last wedding, just last live stream, same thing. Yeah. I say it to all my couples. I'm like, the stream may die, and if it does, I will be giving you a downloadable copy. You know, the next day, and that's yeah. just part of the deal. That's just yeah. part of live streaming. For that's just part of how I offer live streaming. You know, mm-hmm. there may yep. be other companies and that can guarantee a hundred percent service. I don't see how you can guarantee a hundred percent, but um, I certainly don't put any guarantees on my live streams, yeah. and I just make that crystal nice. clear to all my couples. Yeah, yeah. And do you find, um, I guess, if someone's listening to this, they're going, "Oh, but I'm worried that they'll just mm-hmm. think that I can't do it. I'm worried that I'll miss out on the work." What would you say to that? Well. If you're not taking on live stream jobs anyway, then you're not getting the work regardless. Like, you know, this this whole conversation I think is for people who are currently not taking on the live stream jobs. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like there's there's um, a better wiggle room in the fact that if you yeah, c- communicate to your couples that yes, I will, but mm-hmm. you know, here's the here's the worst case scenario. Um yeah, you you, you can still take on those lot you can still do live streams you can say still say that you do live streams um yeah yeah with that risk nice m- mitigated nice. or managed or yeah so can i ask something else i want to know from you whether you do the live streaming while you're filming a wedding or you do just live stream and focus on that so i do both um and yeah i do and it's pretty evenly split with some weddings the couples will add on live streaming and then other weddings they just put me for live streaming um mm-hmm. 
if I'm booked solo for live streaming and it's single c camera, I'll just do it myself. If um, it's adding on live streaming to an addition to an existing wedding, I just get a live stream operator to manage that, um, yep. and they manage the laptop, and we just set we set up our cameras the same as we do for a normal wedding, um, and we set up the uh, laptop next to the safety tripod camera, which is at the back of the ceremony and just manage it that way. Awesome. And it'll either be a yep, single cam from there um, or multi-cam where we've got, you know, wireless HDMI units and switches and yada, yada, yada. Nice. Yes. Nice. Do you, are, are you, are you doing both or, or, or is your live streaming service separate? So the majority of the ones that I've done, or almost all of them actually, I've only done one where I have been shooting the wedding and live streaming. Um, for me personally, mm. I found that that um, divided my attention um, a bit more than I would have liked, and I didn't feel like I nailed the filming. Um, that's just me personally. Were you were you managing the stream? Was I what? Sorry, mo monitoring it. Were you, were you the one looking after the yes. stream, or did you have someone? Yeah, yeah. so you were doing all, all in the one. Way. So I don't. For me personally, yeah, that didn't work. Funny. Um, just because yeah. I like... There's too much to think Yeah, about. and I like to be able to sit there and monitor and pan and tilt that camera, especially if it's just a single camera yeah. live stream, um, mm. to give it a little bit more uh, dynamism, make it a little less static. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, and I've got one coming up where the couple have upgraded to get a live stream as well, and I'm going to get someone yep. else to, to supervise that and run that based off the back of that experience. Yeah, I think that's totally the smartest way to go about it. And you can, and like when you're getting to that point, you can just, I, like I'm, I mentioned this on my um, stories the, the other day, just message like local videographer Facebook groups and mm. look for people who are specifically up to speed on live streaming. Mm. And then all they can do is plug into your camera and off they go and they can handle yeah. all the live streaming stuff. And if yeah. you're doing, you know, gigs like that where you're, couples are adding live stream on as a surface on top of your wedding films yeah. um you know you don't it doesn't like affect your day at all other than like yeah. setting up your cameras a bit ahead of time to let the live stream guy you know sit up yeah. um yeah so that's always an option too is to mm. get someone in who can just do it for you yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's a smart yeah. move. We've had people we've mm. um, subcontracted for us to do single camera live streams. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's totally teachable. It's a skill set that you can um, easily learn. And I think the main thing that we look for when people, we're looking for subcontractors is a good temperament as well, because you really do need to be cool under pressure mm -hmm. if things aren't going well. Like you might have a dodgy cable, yeah. your camera's not connecting to the live stream, or you might have you know, wireless interference on some of your wireless mics. There's a million things that can go wrong. So you do really need to have a yeah. good temperament. Yeah. I think that's probably something to be aware of too is um, the extra time that live streams take to set up. Yep. Like and when it comes to filming, I can set up a, like get myself ready to film a ceremony in 10, 15 minutes. Mm. But well, we, I was setting up a multicam live stream um, last weekend and I gave myself an hour and a half to set up yep. because there's just stuff that, you know, the, the, yeah, all sorts of things that you need to, uh, that you never really think about in terms of just like one of my cameras was sending um, all the menu displays 
on the back yeah. of the screen out through HDMI. We changed yeah. that. And then another one was sending out um, a flat log signal out through the HDMI. We changed that to Rex 709. Um, yeah. There was yeah audio issues. We had to like change the frequency of our wireless mic so it didn't inter- interfere with the venue's sound system. You know, all these yeah, things that 100%. you know some things that don't you don't even have to think about when you're just filming a wedding. You need to just give yourself more time. Yeah. I think is the big thing for live streaming. Yeah, it gives you plenty of time. One hundred percent. We do similar. I always aim to get to the ceremony an hour beforehand for a single camera live stream setup, and. Yeah. Um, go live 15 minutes beforehand so that if there's any issues there, I've got mm. at least 15 minutes to rectify those. Um, for multi-camera live streams, I'd always turn up to the ceremony spot uh, be between two hours and an hour and a half before the um, mm. before beforehand. And sometimes that's cutting it fine too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think once you're in the group of things, yeah, hour and a half, two hours, you know, yeah. is probably the sweet spot. Um to give yourself enough time mm. to work through all those issues. There's always, there's always an issue. Yeah. And yeah. I've done a few recently where there's been a videographer as well. I haven't been the videographer. I've just been mm. hired to do the live stream and you turn up and um, all of a sudden you've got, you know, one output from the efficient um, audio system and two people that want a copy of it. So there's issues like that as well. And um, there's a few ways to get around that, like audio splitters, mm. um, uh, but you have to be prepared for that. Yeah, hundred percent. Bring that equipment. You can't, you know, pull that equipment out of. Yeah, the and sometimes it's a videographer I know really well from the local community, mm-hmm. and they're more than happy for me to take care of audio and just pass that on to them later. Um, other times, yeah. I've um, taken a line out of the videographer's um, recorder. So there's usually on the Zoom H6, there's a line out. On the Zoom F6, there's a line out. So you can actually take a line out into a wireless transmitter and then into your camera. Get that yeah. into your stream, so there's yeah. a few ways around it. And we've mm. got the um, the wire cable for um, the XLR splitters, which is also a really handy yep. piece of kit to have. Mm. Yeah, but still like more... Um, more links in the chain to go wrong, 100%. you know. Like, what if the what if the zoom dies and then both yours and the videographer's audio is kaput? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There's you know, there's lots. There's never, like we said earlier, there's never like a hundred percent certainty on this stuff, and I think that's the important thing for people to to realize. Yeah, I kind of feel like we're scaring um, people off. <laughs> you no, know, no, I know, but it's like it's one of one of these things where like it's fine that you just have to get comfortable with. With yep. with the failure, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And, and, and you know just that, manage, that, mitigate that risk. Not, mitigate risk. Get comfortable with the idea of failure, and that the people who are hiring you are aware of that those possibilities. Yeah, um, and not let you know that potential failure um, stop you from doing it. Basically, hundred yep. percent. Yeah. So, um, in terms of you know, what you actually offer in terms of packages. Let's mm. talk about that because it'd be good for people to understand like sort of how we, how we're framing these, you know, products to couples and what they're getting and why and for how much and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So how do you guys so, offer it? So on our live stream page, um, we've just got uh, two offerings and then when they inquire, I will um, let them know what else is possible. So... The base package we've got is $1,200 and it's a single camera live stream with two sources of audio. So usually a lapel on the groom and either a lapel on the efficient or a line out of their system. 
Um, sometimes if there's a band or something and I've got a third wireless mic, I'll try and cover that as well. Um, but that's basically it. One camera, two audio sources, ceremony only. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've also yeah. got um, a multicam offering, which is 1950 um, again, two pro audio sources, but that's up to four cameras as well. Um, and we run that through a Blackmagic ATEM switcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm very, very similar. I've got two packages. One is single cam, one is multi-cam. Um, and then I just, I don't know if you're the same, but I've just got for each of those packages what it would cost to add the speeches yes. to. Yes, yeah, we've got the same. Packages. Yeah. I may have uh, yeah, lifted sorry, a few trouble. of those ideas from your website. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've yet to have actually anyone book speeches coverage for any of my packages. Okay. I've always only streamed ceremonies, which I found quite interesting. So we've had a few people book speeches now and um, multicams, mm. and we've done um, one in particular about four weeks ago where the um, parents of the groom were based in the states and obviously couldn't get out. Um, and we have a few upsells, and one of those is what we call a two-way stream, so an interactive live stream. Mm. And we had their um, uh, the groom's parents do a speech during the reception live on a TV screen. We'd set up with um, a speaker and everything, um, and yeah, that was that was incredible. We did another one last week, and the um, the mother did a reading during the ceremony, and then her father mm. from the UK did a speech. And straight after her parents' speech, the um, the parents. Uh, they the couple did their first dance, and the parents on the TV screen got up in their lounge room. They were drinking champagne at five a.m. and they started dancing together too. And everyone was just oh, <laughs> losing their minds. It was so That's so amazing, so man. nice. But yeah, I think um, more and more people are realizing what's possible with these sorts of things. Mm. Actually, that was one of the weddings I wanted to ask you about in terms of because I I was asked to do that same setup with a mm-hmm. TV at the reception yep. um, and I I basically bailed on the I sort of pulled out on the idea I was like um, guys I don't really know how to do that sorry yeah. so how did you do that in terms of like the, the software and, and how it all worked and you know sending certain feeds through you know HDMI to T like so how, how did you set that all up what software were you using for that yeah, short answer is it wasn't uh, it wasn't me. I've got a friend here in Melbourne, Jackson Strafford mm-hmm. from One Heart um, One Heart Films, and we always do our, our multicam streams together. Um, and what mm-hmm. he did, he was set up a um, a Zoom call with the parents of the mm-hmm. of the bride or the parents of the groom in the other case, um, and we used that Zoom feed pinned just to just them mm-hmm. as a fourth camera input. And so cool. we multi-screened the, the Mac and dragged it across so it was a full screen on the TV. Um, it's mm-hmm. not 100% clean, but it's the best system we know how at yeah. the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also, um, so that was just like another camera input on the switcher cool. that we could switch back In, and forth to. Into, yeah, into the yeah, ATM, yeah. But then you have to choose cool. one camera for them to see as well. You can't switch the cameras um, easily to what they see. So it's um, it takes a bit of... Uh, on, on the Zoom yeah, call, yeah, yeah, yeah. it takes yeah, a yeah. bit of planning. But they can always, and what we've had, and a few little road, road bumps along the way is that we've realised that some parents will go, oh, I'm going to 
turn on my computer the actual stream that is being switched and then mm. you get the audio feeding back and feedback all sorts yeah. of things that's what that's what i was sort of getting hung up on is the idea of like what are they saying yeah. and then how am i making sure there's no yeah feedback issues because they're not going to be sitting there with headphones or anything yeah um yeah so I, that was that was doing my head and i couldn't quite figure out but it sounds like you did what I should have done and just get someone who's better at live streaming to figure it out for me. <laughs> and yeah. Just help me and out it, with it. I think yeah. like when you add that extra element of a two-way stream, just having mm. one person that can deal with the talent, the whoever it is that's mm. meant to be doing the talking is crucial because you can't be moving and switching cameras um, and doing that. Like the first one time we did it, um, the parents were really um, not tech savvy at all and I had mm. I was on the phone to the mother of the groom for half an hour, just walking her through how to open up Zoom, how to do all these things. Oh, um, wow. And it wasn't that we hadn't practiced that. We recorded their speech a week earlier on Zoom, exactly the same way we were going to use it mm. on the night. But there were still issues. Um, and yep. that actually is on a side note. I'd recommend that, highly recommend that if you're going to have a two-way interactive Zoom because one of the things you can't control is the internet at their end. And so we had that hmm. um, that pre-recorded version of their speech ready to play out should anything happen. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a really good idea. And actually, I think this is probably a good point to segue. It's not exactly in the um, order of my notes, but into um, the software and streaming platforms mm. and stuff. Because um, uh, yeah, I think that'd be a good good. Um, good to go through with people yeah because um do you want to start with what speaking you're to your talking? yeah yeah so because i basically especially all of the in fact all yeah all of my streams have been two-way streams so i always stream through zoom yeah um that's just what i've just decided to do from the get-go um mm-hmm. it's certainly not the highest like stream quality mm-hmm. um than something like vimeo um but i I've, I sort of always wanted that two-way element from the get-go and um, yeah. from the reaction I've got from couples so far, they just, that they lose their mind. Like, I don't really, I mean, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a party trick in the sense that like it's this big camera and it's, you know, it's they're, they're there <laughs> and they can see them and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's just a Zoom call. People yeah. are used to Zoom calls. So um, I'm not sure, yeah, it's sort of this sort of smoke and mirrors thing as to, <laughs> you know, how excited people get about it but um yeah i basically um do what you mentioned earlier where so i'd set my stream up through zoom plug my camera in via one of those little um elgato yep. cam links just over hdmi into the computer um fire up zoom and so i have my screen pinned mm-hmm. like you mentioned earlier so you got to make sure you got to pin your screen otherwise everyone who's watching their screen can like come in and it's yeah. nice. Make sure you pin your, pin your, your, uh, your feed. Mm-hmm. And then I just make sure that everyone who enters is cameras off and muted. And then after the ceremony's finished, we spin the camera around and just ask everyone to unmute and switch the cameras on. And then it's just a free for all as to who wants to jump in and say hi to the couple. Um, nice. so very low fi, very, um, just a bit of a free-for-all but i think because it's a little surprise at the end that we don't really sort of i don't really tell couples about it until like 
they sort of like they walk out of their ceremony, they hug the guests who are there, and then once that sort of energy dies down a bit, um, I grab them and, and grab the couple and bring them over and say, "Hey, do you want to say hi to everyone at home?" And they're like, "Oh my god, yes, hi, hi, hi." That's so. so um, I love yeah. that on so many levels. Yeah. That's so good as a, a client yeah. experience, and I think it's easy to get excited yeah. about the tech, but um, what you're doing there really serves your couples so well, and it's. Um, it's not an expectation they have. So it's, you know, obviously having such a huge impact on them. Mm. Do you find, yeah, it's, so I'm it, curious, how do you, do you send the couple the Zoom link or just everyone else? So I, yeah, so I basically, I set up the Zoom like mm-hmm. meeting effectively ahead of time. I like schedule the meeting and by doing that, you can set up all the settings where people like enter muted and they enter without the camera and yep. yada, yada, yada. Um, and then I and, and I make sure to um, tick the password so that I don't have to let people in. If they yep. have the password, they can just enter in so that we're not halfway through the ceremony with people like waiting to enter, and I'm like oh, forgetting God. to like admit people into the meeting because that would be yep. a nightmare. Um, and then yeah, I give that that link and that password to the couple like a week out from the wedding, um, and then they send that on to all their family. Nice. Um, and yeah, so it's look, it's very lo-fi. It's a Zoom meeting. Um, ironically, one of my packages is called "This Ain't No Zoom Meeting." I still use Zoom <laughs> for that one. <laughs> um, awesome. But yeah, it's sort of just one of these things that I just that's just what I've decided to, to, to go with. Um, and by doing Zoom, and I think this is probably a good thing for p- people to understand. By doing Zoom, you avoid all of the things like OBS that I think yep. sort of. Um, is, is, is a hurdle for people. I, re, I remember opening up mm. OBS for the first time and just going, well, what do I do with this? <laughs> I'm very, I'm very non like software tech savvy. Um, yeah. And I sort of like, I eventually figured out how to use OBS and I, I know how to use it now, but still like you don't have to use anything like OBS. You can literally just plug your camera and open up zoom, select your camera yep. as the camera for zoom and off you go. It's, it, it can 100%. be as simple as that. Uh, and yeah. I think at the end of but the day, um, like all, all of our couples care about is whether they can see their friends and family and talk to them or not. Exactly. Exactly. Totally, totally, totally. And yeah, I think that your like sort of your your camera's image going through Zoom is still going to be a million times better than one of their family members shakily holding a phone with Facebook Live open. You know, yeah. so like if you're thinking about what the alternative is for your couples, mm-hmm. the bar is very low. <laughs> Very, very, yeah. very low. The barrier to entry <laughs> is actually quite low. Exactly. Um, but let's. So I think I think that was good for people to be aware of, like what I, f- I feel like is the baseline entry to live streaming: one camera mm-hmm. yep. with, uh, with, with 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 a cam link into Zoom. That's what yep. you need. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's now talk about what you use in terms of software. Um, and yeah. Sure. Especially going into like your bonded cellular, you know, let's sort of go to the other end of the spectrum. Not, you know, you can, yeah. the, the, the sky's the limit, really. But let's, I think your setup is probably a, a bit of a staple standard wedding filmmaker live stream arrangement. So let's talk through what you do. Yeah. So we, yeah. So as you mentioned, we do use um, a bonded streaming device. And the way I explain what that is to, to couples is to say that we don't just use one signal. So there's three network carriers here in Australia. There's Vodafone, Optus, and Telstra. And our bonded streaming device, which is called a Teradek Video Go, 
Um, it takes a SIM from a Vodafone, a SIM from Optus, and a, a SIM from Telstra, and it combines them all into one signal. So it doesn't use A, B, and C as a backup. It uses A, B, and C combined mm-hmm. to one strong signal, so you can get a great quality stream out there. Um, we we have a scheduled we have a paid Vimeo subscription to host the stream. So we use RTMPS to um, connect to Vimeo um, and the Vimeo. So what is RTMPS? Uh, real time. For those like me who don't know. <laughs> I'm probably the worst person to explain it, but I, I believe it stands for real time messaging protocol. It's a flash creation. Um, feel free to uh, anyone listening to ream me for getting that wrong if I have, but that's basically <laughs> my understanding of it. Um and so that connects to, to Vimeo and then we embed a scheduled Vimeo live into a custom page on our website. So it'll be bottlebrushfilms.com.au forward slash Andrew Ben. And then there'll be just a page there uh, with copy saying uh, so-and-so's wedding ceremony with the date Australian Eastern Daylight Time so that mm. uh, people know exactly when it's going to happen. Um, and... Yeah, using that Teradec, we go straight from a HDMI out of the camera into the Teradec Go, and then you press mm-hmm. Go Live on the Teradec once you've got all the settings set up um, and the cloud server connected. Um, and then, yeah, it's as simple as pressing Go Live, and uh, nine times out of ten works perfectly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so a couple of questions mm-hmm. then. First question, all those SIM yep. cards... Do you have, I, I would assume you do, but just to yeah. clarify, do you have to have like, um, you know, paid, a, paid data accounts on yeah. all of those yeah. subs? So they've got to be like, you know, um, uh, topped up with cellular data, all, all three of them. Yeah, so we're on a plan with that rather than um, risk yeah. running out of data in the middle of a shoot. Um, and yeah. the plans that I've got are all, even if we go over, say, I think they're about 20 gigs, some of them, per month. And I've found for the mm-hmm. amount of streams we're doing, that's that's just enough. enough. Um, yeah. And what happens with those is that the speed gets throttled rather than data mm-hmm. cut altogether. Just cutting. So yeah. Yeah. I f- cool. uh, find that like is just another step of mitigating risk. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it is a lot more expensive than your, your standard Zoom subscription because for mm-hmm. this we have, you know, three providers – with data plans each month, we've got the paid Vimeo subscription to go live, and that's which is not no, cheap. that's over a thousand Aussie dollars a year. Um, yeah, and what else have we got? Yeah, I think that's the fixed and ongoing costs of that. Mm. But we um, yeah. we are not shy about telling couples that you know this is expensive. We have a lot of costs, but we don't mm. do things by halves, and we're you know we're yeah. looking to give you guys the best possible experience. Mm. And mitigate more and more yep. risk. And I think um, one of one point to mention, which um, uh, Jason from Wedding Film the Wedding yeah. Film School show, um, I heard him talking about it on a on a clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Was um, the benefit of hosting the stream on a page on your website was that, um, and I didn't even think about this, is that if anything goes wrong with that stream link, yep. and you have to like reset and make a new link or something, yep. Um, by hosting on your website, the couple and and all their family and everyone who's getting sent that link, that link doesn't change. 
Exactly. So that even if you have to embed a, embed a different live stream link with, on your page, um, people, you know, you don't have to you, you don't have to send a new link out to people five minutes be- before the ceremony's about to go live. And I think exactly. that's a huge advantage to that. Yeah, I'd strongly recommend that. And we've had cases where we have had to do that. And before we sort of refined our process, we've had times where we have had to quickly get the couple to resend a new link because. It was actually with my cousin's wedding that we did that because I was showing him how it worked on mm. YouTube and I pressed go and then I realized that, okay, that link is dead and gone. It's not a, a um, recurring link. It's one-time use mm. only. And so, use, yeah. Um, yeah, by having that embedded into a web page, there's none of that additional stress if something does go a little bit pear-shaped. On mm. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, no, I think... It's just yeah. There's there's all these extra options for reducing risk, adding redundancy. I think the bonded cellular Wi-Fi is one that um, I've certainly been aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, but from researching this, the places that I've been like streaming from, um, the the signal's been strong enough that I've either had a really good Wi-Fi or um, de- there's been decent f- Vodafone coverage. So I've yet yeah. to jump into the bonded cellular Wi-Fi, but um, yeah, there's been certainly like places that I've been filming and not live streaming that's that, that they have had, you know, crappy Vodafone reception and I've gone, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to stream here <laughs> if I have. Um, I don't know about New Zealand either, but Australia, of- Australia, it feels like all of the, the most popular venues are in dead spots. So <laughs> we've kind of been oh, left with yeah, no cause, choice. Cause they're, cause they're pr- lovely, pretty, you know, remote, isolated, yeah. You know, beautiful locations, yeah, exactly. terrible Wi-Fi yeah. and terrible cell coverage. <laughs> um, cool, man. Well, I think to sort of just start to round off the show, mm. um, I think especially going back to your broadcast background, mm-hmm. I think we've talked about um, like what I do being sort of like entry level into into yep. live streaming. Um, and then I think what you do, which is kind of like st- pretty staple i feel mm-hmm. in in the wedding film live stream sort of um setup yep. world um what do we feel like would be like the dream live stream setup like what would be if you had like you know a dedicated like wedding live streaming company mm-hmm. and you want you wanted to go all out in a like full hog the the, the, the complete luxury live stream <laughs> experience like what do you feel like that would, would look like um we've dabbled in a little bit of that like one of the things i really about like about live stream is the experiments we've been able to do so um mm. one of our recent streams we managed to connect a drone as one of the um camera feeds yes on a multi um, about that and how we did that was uh, it was a phantom a dji phantom drone and they've got a hdmi out on the controller and so we just connected the hdmi out straight into the blackmagic atem switcher um which was awesome um and the two-way it's streams yeah it was great and it, it, That's it blew a couple away and that was a uh, hindu ceremony and they loved um mm. her in particular she actually was able to tune in to the live stream and see what was going on while she was in the car waiting to to come in because there was about <laughs> half a Oh, because obviously the the groom has yeah, a good half like hour. you know twenty minutes to half an hour of him doing his stuff before she even yeah, arrives. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Um, we use SDI cables to connect cameras and adapters to go from HDMI to SDI um, for reliability. So that's getting like closer and closer to the ideal. I probably wouldn't use our just regular Sony cameras. I'd probably use something with a lot more battery life. 
Um, mm. But yeah, we're getting closer and closer to what the like all out option for live stream would be. Um, and we'd probably include, you know, things like a gimbal with a wireless transmitter for part of the live stream coverage, which we haven't done before. Um, yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, I did the gimbal one um, at my latest one, and it was it was real awesome. cool. Yeah, I, I just I I made sure to talk through um, my like planned moves because I sort of like have like my certain moves I do during a ceremony yeah. in my head, and I I like I made sure I told that to my switcher guy. Yeah, and I was like, this is like when they're like coming in, I'm gonna like follow them for this, and when they get to this part, I'm gonna like run back to make sure yeah. when I get to here, cut away from my gimbal. Um, and we sort of talked through the plan for like what the gimbal would be doing throughout the mm-hmm. ceremony, so we'd know like when to cut to it and when not to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was really cool. Yeah, and actually used the gimbal cam for the um, for the two way two way stream, so they couldn't actually see who was at awesome. home. Um, but they still were able to talk down the barrel of, of, of the lens to the um, to the gimbal, which is pretty pretty fun. That's so cool. Yeah, I think if it was like a dream live stream setup, I'd have comms as well because you probably know this, but from yes, you know, being in a team of two or more, being able to talk to each other from across the room and that sort of stuff is really important. There's been you know times where I've been adjusting a camera or Jackson has and vice versa, and you've accidentally switched to that camera. So. Um, in a TV, mm. yeah, TV studio setup, you'd have a director that would have direct comms to that camera operator, and that'd be really nice. But you know, that's pie yes. in the sky sort of stuff. Yeah, but that's. I mean, it's not out of like possibility, no. you know. Especially like the just because, like the reason I talked through what I was going to do with my um, with my live stream guy is that I couldn't communicate to him, but it wouldn't take that much to set up some kind of comms or even just like a phone call with a you know um airpod and yeah even just yeah. so that he could talk to me even if i didn't say anything throughout the ceremony yeah. just so he could let me know okay i'm, I'm gonna cut to your gimbal now and then so i know to not like muck around with it and just make sure i'm, yeah. I'm smooth and then he'll say okay yeah. i'm you know g- g- going away from your g- gimbal now and i know i i can reset even that yeah would be enough to just like you know lift and um take some of that stress from yeah that 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 floating camera um when it could be cut to and stuff yeah yeah 100 um, yeah cool man well um i think uh last sort of bit to finish off the show would be um well i guess what we've let I me mean, we've kind of been covering it the whole the whole episode but like what what do we feel are some of the key things we've learned from our various um experiences with streaming so far and I think especially talking to those who are just on the fence and haven't even done it yet have been asked to say you know do you stream do you stream and you say and they've said no 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 um what have we learned that have sort of potentially helped some people out to you know not do the same not make the same mistakes (laughs) yeah I think there's nothing wrong with zoom I'll say that first and foremost but I think the um it's kind of what we touched on at the start is that the main thing is just to be straight up honest and open and manage expectations and mm. say, you know, if it's your first if your first live stream, don't be afraid to say this is my first live stream. Um, the, mm. I've rehearsed it. There could be things that go that go wrong. Um, I'm managing risk as much as I can. Um, and just so you're fully aware, that's, you know, where it stands. Mm. Yeah, man, for sure. I think the thing I've learnt would be to just allow plenty of time yeah. To set up, I think like no matter how confident you get, no matter how 
familiar you get with your mm. equipment, stuff can still go wrong, and you you always need to. I felt I felt like every wedding I've gone to, I've needed to troubleshoot yeah. something. <laughs> and even the fact, even with like using Zoom, um, like I did all my research ahead of time and um, read about the pinning the video, but I did a few weddings where I um, still left people's let people have their cameras on, mm-hmm. and even though their feed wasn't going into the main screen, it, the the fact that um, or all their cameras was sort of sort of sending all that data was just like chomping into the the bandwidth, and so I just yeah. let that off. I make sure everyone's everyone's cameras are off and they're muted. You know, all the yep. bandwidth is kept for my you know video and audio. So that was something that I learned with yeah. with Zoom was making sure everyone's cameras are off because it just sucks up bandwidth. Yeah, there's always things that you're not going to anticipate with live stream. Mm-hmm. I think, um, and I think the main thing is to not be complacent. Like rehearse, 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 and then yeah. Um, yeah. also rehearse what could go wrong and what you would do if A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. That sort of yeah. served us really well in a lot of situations. But there's, you know, there are going to be things that you don't foresee. Like we had a cable recently that was a bit dodgy and we nearly didn't get a stream up because we didn't have a backup HDMI to mini HDMI cable. Uh, mm. There's just, you can't rely on it, everything going right. Yeah, totally. I think, I think too, um, making sure you've got that backup of editing it manually and post afterwards and mm-hmm. sending it is yeah. huge like even if you're doing um multi-cam streams and you're re- like recording it through um the, you know the, like the atm like mm-hmm. recording the pre-mixed video in, in the atm i would still make sure all the cameras are recording regardless yeah. because we actually had on that multi-cam stream with the wireless gimbal right at the end as the couple were walking out or just before they were going to walk out, we had an issue with the the battery on the wireless HDMI unit oh. died, um, and we like my guy like Nelson ran over and gave me a new battery just before, and so we, it was fine. Um, but like, yeah, that signal would have dropped sort of like on the on the recorded stream, oh. it went black for a second. So the fact that all the cameras were recording meant I could build it back in post. I think having yeah, that as your yeah, that's, sort of absolute backup recorded, like, you know, building yeah. it all in post, like you would uh, just a normal ceremony multicam video. Uh, yeah, is, that's is, super important. Uh, is really important. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I, like it. I feel like we covered, I feel like we covered a decent amount on the old live stream. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's uh, yeah. stuff we've missed. People can hit us up with more questions online mm-hmm. anytime. Yeah, and and look, I think both Andrew, I think especially me, I'm no, I am no live streaming ex, 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 expert. I'm no live streaming expert. Andrew is, knows a lot more than me. <laughs> um, but I was, yeah, but I'm I would, definitely no expert yeah, either. I would, I, that's what I was going to say. I wouldn't suggest that you would be calling yourself an expert either. And I think no. that's important that, that everyone listening knows that neither of us are experts, mm-hmm. but we're still doing it regardless. And I think you know everyone can still do it. Even if they're feeling, you know, nervous and feeling like they're, it's not their wheelhouse. Um, yeah, I think the important thing to know with live streaming is that couples want it and need it. You know, there's so many people who can't mm-hmm. be with their families, but they still want to get married. Yeah, you know, that's what we're here for right now. You know, like yes, we're videographers, yeah. but I think with putting in that little bit of extra effort, we can provide something that's just. Uh, got so much value for people right now 
I think yeah, it's 100%. really important. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I might leave it there. Awesome. Uh, thank you, Andrew, for Good your first first co-hosting episode here on Make Better Wedding Films. I am very, very happy that you and Grace have come on board. I'm really excited for the year ahead. Very excited to be involved. And um, yeah, uh, where can people find, obviously you, but you've um, mm. got a couple of little, little extra goodies outside of um, Bottle Brush. Let the people yeah. at home know about, I'm sure they're aware of Lonely Hearts, but. Yeah, we've got the Lonely Hearts little, film camp coming up in. Yeah, coming up in September. I can't even remember the dates yes. off the top of my head. How good's that? <laughs> I've, 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 I did not. I did. I did not brief Andrew on the fact that I was getting his plug. Lonely Hearts right now. I've, I've jumped yeah. him. I've completely jumped him in the in the, in the deep end. But yes, no, Lonely Hearts okay. film camp. Yeah, it's, the, it's awesome. It's the twenty sixth, twenty sixth to the thirtieth of September this year in uh, yeah. middle middle of the Australian bush near Sydney, Australia. Um, and yeah, it should be great. Um, and you can check out more info on that at Lonely Hearts Film Camp on Instagram and lonelyheartsfilmcamp.co is the website. Wicked. Obviously, he'll have all the links for that in the, in the show notes. Um, and also, before we leave mm-hmm. you, uh, I probably mentioned it in a pre-recorded shtick at the beginning of the episode, but we're giving away a camera. Yes! We're giving away a camera from Mr. Cannon. Thank you, so, Cannon. Um, make sure everybody... Yeah, thank you, Cannon. You guys are legends. Um, make sure you... Go to the website, makebetterweddingfilms.com. Um, I have a link again in the show notes, and you can enter. There's multiple ways you can enter, and one of the ways you can get extra entries is by entering a secret code. And because <laughs> you've got to the end, end of this episode, I'm going to tell you the secret code. And the secret code is MBWF Canon, all caps, no spaces. MBWF Canon. And nice. um, yeah, if you go to, the web, go to the go to the website, and when you go to enter. Um, there'll be a, an option to enter the secret code and it gives you three more entries into the sweepstakes. So do it. Yeah, go check it out and I'll just be sending a camera to one person anywhere in the world. So let's do it. Awesome. Cool. All righty. Well, um, oh, and by the way, um, competition ends on the 20th of April at 5 p.m. New Zealand time. <laughs> there we go. That's probably pretty important. important to say because p- podcasts live on the internet for, forever. I'm sorry for anyone in the future listening yeah. to past us yeah, sorry boob alrighty thank you Andrew um, we will thank see you, you in a month's time for the next one cool man alrighty we'll catch ya see you everybody bye ciao